Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Matt, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. It's strange like fall here, 70 degrees, 72 degrees. It might even be chilly in Florida. I don't know. It was in the 60s this morning, but I mean, it's 80. It's in the you 80s. Might have, you, you might have had to put a coat on last night. In the 60s. Not, not yet. You guys are so thin blood. I don't know what you're talking about. Not yet. So. <laughs> All right. Episode 92. Is business different than you expected? Right? It's an obvious question. Is business different than you expected? Right? So uh, the answer would be yes. So, well, I think for this, most. <laughs> for most. But here's the interesting part. It would be different. It's always different than you expected, right? So, so there's a whole thing. So is it different because of COVID? Absolutely. Is business in general different than what you probably expected your business would be like? I would almost guarantee it. Most business owners you and I work with didn't know they were going to end up where they are now, right? It's different than what they expected. It's right? also an election year, which I remember almost every election year. I've been in business since uh, my first company in 1992. So I've been in business since 1992. And every election year is always different. Every non-election year is always different. I think the question is, is, is business different than you expected? It's always different than you expected. It's always different than you expected. All right, so I got some series of questions that I thought we'd go through. I was on another, uh, you know, I'm in strategic coach. We had a little power-up call. I thought this was a fun conversation that you and I can have and, and kind of conversation you and I have with our people in our mastermind group and that type of stuff, as well as our other clients. All right, so, so uh, just in general, we, you know, we've been asking people, and you and I have talked about this in past episodes, which is, uh, you know, are you having a good year this year? better than expected? Are you having a, a bad year? And are you having, you know, somewhere in between, right? And the truth of the matter is, is whatever you're experiencing, you think everybody else is experiencing the exact same thing, right? So, so I have some clients that are in the, I got a golf shirt on with a logo, you know, so whatever, you know, marketing, you know, chocolate, promo, promo items, type promotional thing. items, right? Their business terrible, stinks, terrible. Stinks because nobody's doing trade shows or anything like that. I've got healthcare providers that work with. Hey, I know uh, a couple guys who could help them with their business right now. Uh, I, I know some guys that could help them with the business. Sorry, <laughs> right. uh, healthcare providers that work uh, with elderly, and so this whole COVID thing has kind of shut down their business and froze because you can't get you can't work with them because everybody's locked down the old assisted living facilities. All right. All right, so but then I have people. I told you that we've mentioned this before: HVAC contractors, plumbers home builders are just knocking it out of the park. Home Depot and Lowe's uh, knocking it out of the park. Clorox, you know, the Clorox, the cleaning company, knocking it out of the park. Stock price is up uh, something like 40% this year. So, but it's so funny that, that your perception is probably, if you're having a great year, you're like, oh, I'm having a good year, right? And I bet some other guys are having good years. But if you're in the other camp, uh, you're like, oh, my business stinks. I'm sure everybody's business stinks. But you know, um, so, when this all came about, I could see on the horizon that my business was going to stink. So I pivoted. This is your head right into it. Right. So why? So this is where it gets to. The second question comes into is, is this happening to you or for you? And what you just said for me, yeah. for you now go into exactly what you're saying. So you said 2020 and for you in a pivot, because that's exactly the right answer. So my led lighting company, you know, we're, we're buy, we buy our products and manufacture in China. So, well, when COVID happened, you can't get any products out of China. And you know, it's funny, talk about getting products out of China. Um, you know, uh, you can't, you can't get pallet jacks anywhere in the United States right now. Why? Because they're all made in China. You'd think it's a metal item. U.S. steel needs to come back. 
but you can't get them because they're not being produced. Why? Because the factories over there aren't producing things like LED lights and pallet jacks. They're producing PPE equipment and selling it <laughs> to the United States. So that being said, I could see that was on the horizon very early and I knew I had a pivot. And I think that's, it was either that or I was going to die, you know, as a business. So you, you exactly have right. choices. And, and frankly, it's not just because of COVID. I think business owners face these kind of things every year. The, the marketing you were doing six months ago, all of a sudden it stops working. Well, you have to pivot. And so yes. that's, that's the reality of business. You have to adjust to constant changing conditions, just like a boat out at sea. The yes. conditions are constantly changing, but your destination hasn't changed. Where you see yourself, your financial future and all of that, that hasn't changed. But, you know, it's like the guided missile, you know, the destination is over here, but that guided missile has to do this to get there. And so adjustments all along the way. And that's so the better answer is going to be it's happening for you as opposed to to you, right? To you, you're a victim and you can't do anything about it. If it's for you, then you can make changes and pivot like you just talked about. So we were talking about, even in my own business, we talked about, I've gotten a lot more into Zoom. You know, you know, I've been doing this podcast for a year and a three quarters now. So we're pretty good at Zoom, right? I hadn't really done a lot of Zoom with my clients. Clients have adopted the Zoom really, really easily, both the coaching clients and, and the investment clients. So they, they've adopted it quicker than I would have thought. I think Zoom is now a verb, right? You want to do a call or you want to do a Zoom, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've taken this opportunity to reevaluate my client communication, my communication with my centers of influence is where I get. So I've actually taken this as an opportunity to, you know, shore up my best practices, improve, make improvements, right? That's what you do during crisis. That's the adjustments you make, right? So it leads into this question that says, um, has 2020 caused you to speed up or slow down? I know you're in charge. So you answer yours. I know you're. I would say my work ethic has sped up my, like how hard I'm working. Yep. But from a mental standpoint, I have probably taken more time to, to journal and think things through than I probably normally would have. Cause you know, you get used to something you can operate on autopilot. Yes. So I think in some ways I've slowed down and taking more time to think and plan. And then in some ways I've had to speed up, um, because you, in order to build a system, you got to figure out a system. So yes. doing new yes. things forces. So there's two things, but even to figure out a system that does take planning. So I guess I, I on the, on, I guess you'd say I'd slowed down a little and I sped up. I mean, yeah. and, about, and that's a you? great answer. Yeah, it's a both. So, so I would actually answer the exact same way, both for me, right? So sped up, there's a lot more uh, client handholding that goes on during this, during the crisis times, both for our, coaching clients, a lot more handholding and helping them to pivot and helping them to see it's happening for them and not against them, right? Uh, as well as the investments, right? Clients were holding a lot was the speed within this. And I can't remember, I think, which I want to give credit. I can't remember if it is. That could be another coach. Oh, I'm getting broken up again. Yeah, that's why I was going to, I was going to say, so you. Okay, I'm back. All right. Yeah. So what I was saying was it's, it's, uh, and I think it's strategic coach simplify to multiply. So a lot of times you have to slow down and slim simplify things or cut to the core. There's this book, I think we were talking about, I've uh, been reading uh, the one thing by Gary Keller, Gary Keller, yeah. Keller Williams real estate. What's the one thing that you can do that everything else is, 
is unnecessary or easier to do. So there's a slowdown aspect too that takes place. What is the core of our business, right? You and I want to help business owners make more money, take more time off, and pay less in taxes, right? That's the core of what we, you and I do as coaches. That, that's what we're trying to do. How can we do more of that? That's, the, that's our podcast. How can we help more people, right? So, so there's a combination of the two. There's a speed up. I got busier with clients, and there's a slowdown. That, let's get to the core of what we're really trying to do for people, and how can we do more of that? So I like that. So then this gets into, all right, so now we're like excited. How do you get excited and, and get pumped up? And this is perfect for you, right? So what project or opportunities, you know, four or five projects that, are, that you're excited about, that you're, that you're you know, you got, you got opportunities right now sitting in front of you. And I know yours are, so, so, so what do we got? What are opportunities? What are you excited about? Well, certainly uh, um, launching a completely new dog yes. food product has got me yes. excited. It's got me motivated. It's, it's challenging me on a level that, so my business model has almost always been selling to commercial and industrial customers for a long time and uh, being around big ticket items. So to be under a hundred dollar price point brings me back to the early days, like when I had my locksmith companies, very low price point, a lot of volume, different because I was service versus a product. But also, it's an online business, which is very so. So there's so many different things about it. It's awesome, but absolutely. It's but it when you're when you're in it, it's got me excited because I, number one, I'm learning a lot. I'm I'm taking my marketing knowledge and I'm applying it to something new, which is yes. If if you want to talk about case studies, we look back or you know on this three years from now, and it's going to be like wow that you know. You can take you could take and use this in this type of business, this type of business. It doesn't matter the business. So that That's excites correct. me. Uh, yes, in general, absolutely. we've it, we're speeding up our um, now kind of seeing the economy. The economy's good. Let me like the real estate business. I've got a friend who's a real estate agent. She took ten offers on one house this past week. <laughs> right, because Florida's really hot real estate market. However, that's at the beach there's other parts that are not that hot. So we've been kicking up our uh, mailing campaigns in the real estate business, knowing that there's going to be people facing some things and, and we'd like to buy houses during those times. So there's right. two things that I'm really kind of, those are the two main things, I guess you could say. Right. Um, that, that's my, my thing that's got me really excited. Right. So you're finding opportunities during the times of crisis, right? We've got, we got a whole new business that you're starting, which gets to take all your knowledge and apply it to a whole different industry they haven't been involved in. Now we're talking B2C, business to consumer instead of B2B, which is awesome. And then you got, and then you got the real estate business that you're, hey, there's an opportunity here. It's time to start kicking that up into gear and, and, and kicking. So you're looking for opportunities during crisis, during times of stuff. And what about you? What about you? I mean, yeah, mine, mine is funny stuff. So, so it was like um, the Zoom. I told you so the Zoom is being adopted much quicker and faster by my clients than I thought. So there's more opportunity for me to do more Zoom meetings. There's more opportunities to meet Zoom webinars. Why can't I do educational events through Zoom, through, through webinars, right? Because it's kind of like what we do here in the podcast. Why can't I do that to a broader audience? Um, the business coaching is talking about. We've got this new uh, profit acceleration system that I was telling you about where we get to run any business through there and find them $50,000, $100,000 in their business. It's a great, you know, helps you identify it, but helps you make feel concrete, which helps the, the client, the prospect see it better. Sure. And then we put together a roadmap. Uh-oh, did I hit a button? No. I think I hit a button. Oh, 
You should be good. I'm so good. Yep. All right. Um, so I'm excited about that. My business coaching, you and I talked about our mastermind group growing that. I'm very excited about that because it now gives us a chance to help more people, especially during these times of crisis. But, but we know some of them are doing good. Some of them need to pivot. But, but everybody needs to make adjustments, right? Everybody needs to adjust their course, just like we talked about the, the cruise missiles, right? Um, and then I'm trying to uh, uh, simplify again, uh, simplify before you multiply. I'm trying to, you know, what are some core essences in each of my businesses that I can, you know, I really want to focus on those. Uh, uh, Dan Sullivan calls me unique ability. I like to call it your A plus activities. You know, what are the two or three things that you do that make money? And then I want to delegate everything else, right? I want to delegate everything else. So. So I typically do this uh, a couple times a year, uh, but this during this time period has been a great time to say, what is my focus activities? What's my A plus activities? What's my unique ability? What are the things that make me money? I want to do more of those and I want to delegate the other stuff. So let's pause so, for a minute. Cause I had this question come up uh, yeah. with, a, with a client. Uh, you, I know you get more questions. I just want to, somebody asked and I'd like you to answer cause I, I, I answered it a specific way, but somebody asked, how do you know what to delegate? Of course you and I both know the answer, but I, I because you were talking about delegation. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I actually had this conversation this morning and, and so literally it is, uh, so we go back to kind of ABC type skills and a skill all you can do and it makes you money. So typically, for us, it's you know meeting with a client, a prospect, or a center of influence, somebody that can send us a referral. Those are really good activities, right? If you're uh, if you're a chiropractor, it is maybe it's actually making you know adjusting the bodies, but maybe it's the marketing, right? If you're a dentist, maybe it's the pulling the teeth, but maybe it's just the client interaction because you could have junior dentists actually you know pulling the teeth, right? So depends on what your so your unique ability is what you're really good at that you like and enjoy and if even if you didn't get paid you'd probably do it i call it your a plus money making activities sure, sure. really good at. and the c activities are stuff that you don't like to do uh but you feel like you have to do them or you feel obligated answering emails answering the phone setting appointments uh you know bookkeeping you know that type services right um and the b activities are the stuff in between i've got i was actually telling somebody else this morning a different client of mine my little yellow notepad right here next to me. And so I have a yellow notepad, but one of my favorite clients is a lawyer and he has a yellow notepad. And he literally, what he does is anytime he does something, he gets off the phone or does something that he doesn't like to do, he writes it down on the yellow notepad, right? So then at the end of the week, every week, he's got two paralegals that work with him. He's a lawyer and he, and, and then it's a joke now, you know, what, what items do you have on the yellow notepad that you don't want to do anymore? So he just walks around the, he just has an all, a yellow pad on in his desk drawer. And anytime there's something he doesn't like to do, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. He just writes it down. All right. You guys figure out how, who else can do this for me? Can you guys do it or can we find somebody else to do it for me? So well, that was my long winded answer, which would be basically the stuff that doesn't make you money, basically the stuff that you don't like to do because this is great. Business is a game of energy. And we've talked about that before, right? Yeah. We don't want to do stuff that drains our energy. We want to do the stuff that, that invigorates us, that excites us, that we're really good at. And, and if we do these energy draining activities, gosh, that really takes away from our, 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 the stuff we're really good at, right? Yeah, and I mean, you know, you think of, of course, I think of like professional athletes, okay, for instance. They spend their time on activities that are going to make them play at the highest level. What they're not doing is they're not like if they're playing baseball, they don't carry the bags out to the dugout. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, they got people to do that. And it's, 
you know, well, I mean, of course, now is not the most popular time to talk about professional athletes, but it's that's what you are in business. You're the when you're the yes. when you're the entrepreneur. Yes. You're the professional athlete, and you've got to consider yourself that when you got to play at that level, you shouldn't be carrying the bags. No, I mean, and it's it's funny you said. I was watching the U.S. Open tennis finals, right? And so it's like uh, I don't know what one of the players. It was a semifinal, and and the other players who weren't playing were up in the booth, and they're getting stretched out. So it's like they don't even stretch themselves out. They have a guy that stretches them out. Like they get, you know, he's on his phone. The tennis guy's on the phone, and and the stretcher guy is, you know, you know, stretching his hamstring for him or stretching his IT band for him, and the, and the athlete is just sitting there playing on his iPhone. So he they don't even stretch themselves out. They hire somebody to stretch them. That's right. Because that's and, not what he does. And a lot of times, <laughs> I mean. Golfers don't even put their their club back in their own bag. They hand yeah, it. right, right. There you go. They got a caddy. That I don't like. Funny. I don't like putting my club back in the bag. You take care of that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, but we were laughing. So, so uh, professional golfers have a have a car every week that they get right. So Buick sponsors. They get a Buick for the week. A Mercedes. A Mercedes week. And I am so amazed that so many of these golfers I follow on Instagram or whatever drive themselves. And I'm like, wait a minute. You play golf and you have a caddy who does everything for you. And then, like, I would want to take an Uber to and from my hotel. There's no way I would want to drive if I'm at a tournament in Chicago. Have, <laughs> having a few friends that, that have been around the game and played professionally, um, including caddies, the, the golfer's answer is always, yeah, but I want to be in control. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what that is. By, by driving, I can be in control. So that, it is a control thing. It is, but I've actually got uh, two real estate guys, commercial real estate guys, and they will hire a driver for the day that will drive them around to all the real estate that they want to see and, and, and the calls they want to make. So they're kind of a remote office in the back of this, you know, the, the driver has an SUV, you know, the suburban thing, and the two of them are in the back and, and they hire the driver for the day because it's much more efficient for them to be shuttled around and here's my appointment and then I get to do my thing. So, so they've embraced where... They're not driving to the locations themselves. They cram all the meetings, like a focus day to have all their meetings back to back. They pay a guy to drive them around that day so they can go see all the commercial property they want to see, go see all the clients they want to see, go see all the prospects they can see, and they're working in between in the back of that SUV. And That's in a great Atlanta, you do spend a lot of time, I mean, in, in many cities, but you spend a lot of time in traffic. And so what they're doing is they're taking what would normally be not really usable time and they're turning it into time because we only get, we all get same 24 hours in a day, right? So they're using that time very effectively. It's a very, very way, very good way to describe how to get more time. I don't have enough time. Well, how do you get yeah. more time? That's how you get delegate. More time. You delegate. Well, we were talking about that. So I forget it was on one of my podcasts and they're like, look, if you don't like cleaning your house, you know, hire a maid, a cleaning service, right? But don't just sit around and 20 your thumbs when they, when the cleaning people are here for an hour or two. Use that time to, to, I don't know, educate yourself on how to market better, educate yourself on on how to do, you know, the accounting, right, or how to save in taxes. Don't just twiddle away that time. Use that time to do something more productive. Go get a client. Go get a prospect. So then you pay the cleaning service for that new money you just made. That's the whole argument of of hiring staff, right? Instead of viewing it as a cost, it's an investment, right? Mm -hmm. That is it worth hiring an assistant so that I can go do more sales. Is it worth hiring an assistant for my sales guy so he could go do more sales, right? Is it worth them hiring a assistant and a CRM so my sales guys could do more sales? And, and the answer is yes, because that's an investment, right? Yep. That's an investment. 
No, those are kind of the questions. So, you know, the, the, the 2020, you know, it's business different. It's always different than you ever thought it was going to be. It's, and it's never as bad as you think it's going to be usually, right? You're dreading that call with that client or with that prospect or, or you know, usually things aren't as bad as you think they're going to be. Usually there's the ability to pivot, right? Don't be a victim. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Here you are starting a whole new business during this crisis. And, and that opportunity wouldn't have even happened because it was your connections and your networking that allowed this to develop, right? So that was you. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's funny. You, okay, so this is a real, you're bringing up what a, what a lot of people do is they, they worry starts to come yes. in. Okay, so, and so I believe all worry is based in fear. And, yes. and if, if you sit around, Okay, while your cleaning person is doing and you're sitting there, right. it's an opportunity for worry to step in. And worry always looks like fear disguised yep. as all these bad things that are going to happen. But, you know, when I never worry and I never have any fear is when I'm busting my butt to make something big happen. <laughs> right. Activity breeds results, right? Yeah, Activity breeds results, right? And so they talk about that, managing your energy. I think we talked about that in the past. It'd be like, you're having trouble sleeping tonight, then you didn't work hard enough that day. Whether it be physically work at work, or you need to go for a run, or you need to go pump weights, that you didn't use up your energy, mental or physical energy, if you're having trouble sleeping. Yeah. So, so that's been my new, you know, I learned that from one of my podcasts sometime, you know, past over this crisis. It's like, if I'm having trouble sleeping, it's my own fault because there's too much activity in my brain, right? Right, we're always thinking about the what ifs. Is that fear or is that excitement about opportunity? Whatever that is, but man, if you would have, you know, run a marathon today, you'd be exhausted, right? You would have gone right to sleep, yeah. Right. So managing the energy comes back to, hey, uh, maybe I, I should do more physical activity. I should do more mental activity. I should learn more. When you know, read reading is a great activity for me, but reading actually makes me very sleepy. <laughs> so that's a great. I can read about taxes. And they'll put me right to sleep. Right? Oh, always reading about taxes will put you to sleep. But I'll tell you what, using, applying what you learn when you're reading about how to save taxes or, or how to reduce your taxes, that's good knowledge to have. So <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly right. But um, the, uh, the energy level, I think, Matt, is, is really, it's, that's, a, that's a key for entrepreneurs is to operate at a high level. Um, you, you brought it up earlier. I mean, having more time off, I think time off is part of the energy level. If you don't take time off, you will never be able to sustain an energy level um, as if you take time off. You got to have that too. Well, and that's a great point. So you talk about 2020 and, and where, and a lot of us are working from home and we got Zoom and all that. And then we've talked about this in a past episode is, are you working more than you did before? Because you have this home office and you got the Zoom and now you can actually work longer and don't have to commute. That's not what we advocate. That's not what we're talking about. We're, we're talking about now you've got uh, more time that you can be focused on your work and then have more time with your family or more time for your health, right? That's like you talk about. We want you to recharge the batteries, not be working until 7 o'clock at night just because you can because now you got a home office, right? That's terrible. That's the complete opposite of what we're talking about. We're talking about we'll figure out what those A activities are and what's the one thing you need to do, what are the three key goals for the day. These are all the strategies that you and I talk about. Uh, in our coaching or in our in our uh, uh, mentoring in our in our group program, that yeah. It's, yeah, the mastermind is that you know what are your activities? Well, you know what are the things? Let's do those and get them out of the way. You you always call it move the big rock. I think that was from some 
book or something, right? What's the big rock? Let's get them done. Yeah, the, yeah. What are your the big rock activities? What are, what do you got to get done today? I mean, and I do it every. I mean, I I take a three by five card every single day, and I say, or and also every week, what are the big rock activities I got to get done this week? I mean, I got to get these done. If I don't get these done, I can't go to sleep until I get these done. But if I know I'm going to get them done in the week, so I start every day with those big rock. And it usually is one or two or three things. Sure, the rest are just stuff. Yeah. A big and to -do stuff can always stuff. wait. Big rock activities bring big dollars. And that's what you got to focus on every day. Yeah. yeah. So. so I'll wrap this up. Episode 92, is business different than you expected? The answer is yes. It's always different than we expected, whether it be better than we expected, whether it be worse than we expected, whether it be different. Most of our clients that you and I have come and most business owners didn't know they were going to end up here. Didn't know you were going to end up selling dog food. Didn't know you are going to end up selling lights. Didn't know you are going to sell up uh, airplane parts. You know, most people don't know that's where they were going to end up. There is a few, you know, whatever, a 5% of people that knew this is the business I wanted to do, or I've always been around. It's my family business. There are a few, but in general, most of us didn't know we were going to be here. So yes, the answer is it's always different, right? In, in trying times, there's a, uh, is it happening to you or for you? It's all happening for you because you want to be able to pivot. You want to be able to make adjustments. You want to be able to take responsibility so you can make changes to make it happen. Then we talked about, uh, are you speeding up or slowing down? And you both said, you know, both of us said, we're doing both, right? There's, a, there's this hectic pace, but then there's this slowdown, which, which I can't simplify to, mod, to, 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 what would I call it? Simplify to, uh, to grow. I forget what I just called. Well, simplify. To multiply, that's to what multiply, I was. Multiply. I was I saying multiply. I kept thinking simplify, modify, simplify to modify, but it's multiply yeah, is the word. Simplify to multiply, which goes back to Gary Keller, the one thing, what are the one thing that I need to do that everything else is easy or unnecessary, right? And then we talk about what are opportunities. Even during times of, of crisis, there are opportunities to come up. We, you have two opportunities you've already talked about. I've got three or four that I've talked about. So even those people whose businesses are doing great, there's opportunities. Even who's people who's not great. I was talking to a guy two days ago, and he's using this as an opportunity to, to hire talent, hire better salespeople, hire better operations people, right? So this right. is an opportunity. Even if his business is not growing right now, he's upgrading his talent. So when, when things do turn around in his industry, right, he's using this time to, to update his processes and his systems and to, to grow the leadership of him himself. He's got three different branches, physical therapy, right? So three physical therapy branches. So it's like, I got a manager of each of these. We're, turns out we're doing some different things at each. Well, no, we need to be doing the same thing. So it's a consistent. So he's using this time. I mean, they're, they're down 20%, 25% because people are worried with the COVID of not coming to get their physical therapy. But then we're also looking for other opportunities. Where else can we grow? What other services can we offer? Or what other uh, non-rehabilitation people can we can we work with? Right. So there are opportunities for for new to grow the business, but there's opportunities just to tighten up what you have. Yeah, for so, sure. So that's I mean, it, it, I love these kind of times. And 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 this this is what you and I talk about our mastermind group. This is what we talk about. These are the thinking activities. These are the ways. This is what it's a mastermind groups are like. It's it's having these time to think, to slow down, to help you focus on, on what's important, to help you uh, make more, take more time off, and, and pay less in taxes. Because we've all been there before. We've all been through the crisis we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the 08, 09, last recession. We all were, we've all been through it. We all made it through. How do we make adjustments? Um, that's what we do in our mastermind group. So we're at uh, uh, Matt at ProfitabilityMD, Dave at ProfitabilityMD. We're going to uh, look into uh, growing our mastermind group. 
little interview process, see if you're a good fit, see if we're a good fit. Uh, ProfitabilityMD.com, that's where you can find all our uh, past episodes. We've got a YouTube channel, ProfitabilityMD, and then we've got uh, anywhere you can find a podcast, right? On, on the iTunes and the Stitcher app and the uh, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. But this is good stuff. I mean, this is what we talk about. What are you doing during the crisis? Is it happening to you or for you? And, and where are we going from here? What are you excited about? What are the opportunities? Yeah, Man, I got all excited. What do you got, Dave? No, I would just end, I would end with this. I would say, look, if you're, um, if you're, if it's happening to you right now, get around some people who are, who think about it as it's happening for me because that's going to help you. That's what, that's the other thing a mastermind does because every business owner gets beat up at times. And if you absolutely beat up, Get in a mastermind where, where the group can elevate, you know, uh, the, the tide raises all boats. It's, it's yes. And that, concept, so. Jim Rohn, I think it's Jim Rohn, one of the gurus. And he's like, yeah, you are the average of the five people you hang out with, right? You're hanging out with five losers, you know, well, I'm not, you know, you're higher likelihood, right? <laughs> hanging out with five really successful people. There's a much higher chance you'll be to hang around with five successful people, hang around with five healthy people. Five, five healthy marriage couples. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? All those examples are, are good things happen. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. So that's, that's a mastermind. The five, you hang out with five sharp individuals, 10 sharp individuals. What do you think is going to happen? Things are going to improve. You're going to improve. They're going to improve for everyone because you're going to interject into that group as well. And that's the, that's the advantage of a, of a mastermind as well. So well, good, show good. Today. good show today, Matt. All right, my friend, have a good one. You too. Take care.